Welcome to the second in a series of special podcasts presented by the Union County, Ohio Drug-Free Coalition. I'm Pete Emmons, your host. Our topic today is medication safety. Abuse of prescription medication has become a serious national problem. The National Institute on Drug Abuse has reported that in 2017, 18 million Americans had misused medications at least one time during the year, and that 14.4% of individuals in the 18 to 25 age range had the highest rate, and that 4.9% of teens 12 to 17 had also abused these medications. The Union County Drug-Free Coalition has assembled a panel of experts to provide helpful, practical information today. Joining us are distinguished panel of experts. This includes three members of the Union County, Ohio Drug-Free Coalition. Donna Burke, local registered pharmacist and co-owner of Dave's Pharmacy in Marysville, Ohio. Marysville, Ohio Fire Chief Jay Riley and Deputy Sheriff Rich Crabtree of the Union County, Ohio Sheriff's Department. Well, welcome everybody to the show. I want to say right off the top, really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedules to really be here and to share your expertise with all of our listeners here today. Now, as we proceed into our topic, I want to kind of personalize the numbers for us. Jay, give us some perspective here, right here in Union County. When we talk about overdoses and things that you're seeing out there the last two years, what are the numbers saying? Thanks, Pete. In 2019, we saw 38 overdoses and seven fatal overdoses. So far in 2020, we've seen 37 overdoses and six fatalities, nearly the same as we had all of last year. Now, Jay and Rich, I want to ask both of you this question. What is, what is it that you're seeing that you really is attributing to this? Is it the pandemic, the primary driver? What, what are you seeing from your perspective in terms of what's causing that? Anything, one thing definitive or not? You know, a lot of people aren't working or they're working from home and they have more time to themselves and they, you know, depression is a big issue uh, in the community. Alcoholism, drinking alcohol, leading into other substances. And just the fact that they're home and they're not in a structured environment at work where it wouldn't be socially acceptable to do drugs or drink during the day, um, it certainly leads one to believe that that has to have an impact. So the whole challenging environment that we're experiencing now is, is making a major impact. Correct. And creating those other free times and those voids and those gaps of, of time too. So all of that contributing to that. I want to turn our attention now to really prescription drug misuse and proper use of prescription me uh, medications. And for that, I'm going to turn to our expert, and that's Donna Burke. Donna, give us just a, a few primers on some of the main uh, prescription drugs, such as the opiates and the stimulants, and give us a little bit about their proper use and what can happen if they're misused. Well, most people are probably familiar with opioids. Um, you know, with the country currently being in an opioid crisis. The intention of opioids is for pain uh, control, and if they're used properly, um, they can actually be very effective for various health conditions such as cancer pain, arthritis pain. However, they do have the potential to be abused. Some individuals have actually developed mechanisms to misuse the drugs by grinding them up, injecting them, um, snorting them. And as a result, they are having the effects of almost like a high type feeling. The concern is, is that um, they can mix this medication with other medications. We're starting to see more and more of that, particularly the benzodiazepines, which include Valium, uh, Xanax, Clonopin. The benzodiazepines, if they're used appropriately, are um, used to treat 
anxiety, and those type of disorders. However, what we're finding is that um, individuals, they're being co-prescribed um, the benzodiazepines as well as the opiates. And as a result, the increase in overdosing has, has increased as well. In fact, I'm just stating some data here. Between 1996 and 2013, the number of adults who filled a benzodiazepine prescription increased by 67%, from 8.1 million to 13.5 million. Combining the opioids and the, the benzodiazepines can be unsafe because both types of drugs sedate users and suppress breathing, the cause of overdose fatality, in addition to impairing cognitive functions. In fact, in 2015, 23% of people who died of an opioid overdose also tested positive for benzodiazepines. And unfortunately, we're seeing, just in what I'm seeing in my practice is a lot of physicians are prescribing opioids and benzodiazepines at the same time. And that could potentially lead to that really serious issue, like the combination of those is what you're saying. Yes, yes. Um, another drug class that can um, also potentially be abused are the amphetamines or the stimulant class. Oftentimes we'll see those prescribed particularly to young adults, children, even adults to help with attention deficit disorder. But we're finding individuals are starting to misuse those as well to improve uh, memory, um, enhance performance. They feel that it makes them smarter, uh, gives them increased energy. But what we're finding is, is that if you overdose on those type of medications, it can cause serious cardiac effects, uh, seizures. So that's definitely another drug class that is of concern and can be abused. So bottom line, with all of that being said, there are a lot of very serious consequences, including fatalities, if, you, if the drugs are not properly used, is what you're saying. Yes. And Rich and Jay, follow-up question for you. Donna alluded to several of the consequences of these, but when you're, you're out and about the, throughout the county and, and Jay in the city, what sort of things are you seeing as far as abuse? Are you seeing a lot of issues related to the Oxycontins or Cotons, or I'm sorry, Valium, uh, Adderall, and those types of things? What are you seeing? Or is it, the, is it opioid, opioid-related things? We are seeing a lot of uh, different pain medication being uh, used inappropriately. Uh, not prescribed to that person. Uh, Xanax has been another medication that we have seen a lot of use of. Jay, anything else that you're seeing out there? Uh, we're seeing a mixture. Of, it's kind of whatever comes out of Columbus or whatever comes out of Springfield at the time. It's very um, cyclical in that what happens in Columbus, you know, the next week it'll end up here in Union County. And so we're, we're responsive to that and we're always monitoring what new drugs that the opioids are getting mixed with to be able to, to treat the patients most effectively. Ongoing challenge, I am sure, with that being said. Well, we could spend the entire time here talking about all the negative things, but that's what we're not really wanna get into more. We wanna flip the page here and really talk about helpful tips for medication safety. Now, one of the common flip terms that seems to be out there coming across a lot is the term medication safety zones. So Donna, I'm gonna to turn to you with this first. Tell us, what would constitute a good safety zone in a home environment? Well, definitely you want to put your medications in a safe place uh, away from kids and pets. Keep your medications organized. Just like anything, medications do have a limited shelf life, so any expired medications should be disposed. And of course, always take your medications as prescribed and don't share your prescriptions with others. 
what we're seeing is that individuals will take their medications out of the original bottle and put it into something else, and that can lead to unintended um, misuse. So definitely keep your medications in the original bottle and keep them up and away from other family members. Now there are substances available that can really dispense and dissolve the effects of medication. So Diterra, for example, I may be mispronouncing it, but give us a little bit on that. Yeah, there's a product now available called Diterra, um, which deactivates the medications and keeps them from getting into our groundwater. Um, in the old days, it was always told to, you are always told to flush it, you know, just throw your medication down the toilet, flush it, and, and it'll just go away. Um, but um, what they're finding is, is that the medication's getting into the water supply and causing some bad effects. So the Deterra, it's, it comes in a pack and you add the medications to it and it basically deactivates them so they can be disposed of safely. And I know it's available locally. In fact, I know that the Union County Drug-Free Coalition has that available uh, for residents, uh, too. So we'll put out that contact uh, information of the Union County Drug-Free Coalition as we get uh, to the uh, tail end of our conversation here today. But it is available locally. Now, Jay, if somebody is experiencing a severe negative drug reaction, maybe it's an opiate thing or something like that, speak to us about some prevention things and, and the special naloxone kits that are available. So the, if you have somebody experiencing a medication reaction, the most important thing to do is call 911. Uh, that will allow the medic, paramedics to get there, do an assessment, do a medication reconciliation to make sure that you haven't taken too many, either on purpose or accidentally, and then we can treat that patient to make sure that their respiratory system is sustained and hopefully get them the care they need. An additional service we'd also provide is we provide naloxone kits free of charge to any resident in Union County. You can either pick those up at the fire station on County Home Road, or we will come and provide them to you or your family so that you'll have those in the event of an opioid overdose. That's an outstanding service, life-saving service being provided by the Marysville Fire Department. You said it's available for anybody living in the county. Anybody living in the county. Excellent. Now, the next thing I'm going to ask, we could take an entire time and just go on and on about this, but theft of over-the-counter medications in retail settings and secondly, uh, in the pharmacy and the medical setting. So Rich, first speak to us about the retail sector, if you will, on that. In the retail sector, understand that, you know, we try to tell the employees to keep the medication in plain sight. Make sure it's always right there where they can see it. So when people are coming in and out of the store, they always see that person around that medication. So that way they can go help them if they need help and then the biggest thing is to report suspicious activity. If somebody's coming in and they're buying uh, large amounts of medication or they're asking questions about medication that they don't have a prescription for and they're asking information about it, uh, those are the kind of calls that we want to get so we can start an investigation to see what they're uh, trying to get it for. Major red flags. And Donna, speak to us just a little bit about from the pharmacy standpoint on that. Several pharmacies um, have what are called time safe so that way any medications particularly opioids that would be at risk for being stolen are put in a, a safe to help deter um, theft and as far as tying in with what Rich said knowing customers knowing our customers if you see some customers that come in that you're not familiar with and like Rich was saying asking about medications that are unusual or attempting to get something like for example syringes needles for 
a grandma who's taking insulin, you know, just some red flags to, to watch out for. And also too, with over-the-counter medications, in fact, there was a recent article that came out where they're finding that our patients or teenagers are overdosing on Benadryl or diphenhydramine due to a TikTok challenge. And so that's one thing that we are watching for is in alerting our staff to watch for individuals who may be over taking large amounts or trying to um, purchase large amounts of Benadryl. We've also seen that in the past with Imodium as well. Okay, well now there is a very special day coming up. Now's a great time to properly dispose of your medications. The 19th annual National Drug Take Back Day is coming up on October 24th. Rich, I understand that this day is all about the National Red Ribbon Week and it's coordinated by the National Drug Enforcement Administration to show support of being living drug-free and also in honor of those who have lost their fight to drugs. How many years has this been going on here in Union County? In Union County, this is our fifth year. And I know that it's been very well received. Give us some idea of the amount of drugs that have been disposed of through this. Pete, in the last five years, we've collected over one ton of unwanted medication. That is outstanding. Again, there are multiple locations available, uh, and the time frame during the day, first of all, it starts at 10 a.m., is that correct? That is correct. And it goes to 2? Correct, 2 in the afternoon. There are multiple locations for the drop-off around the county. There's about, what, four or five spots? Can you give us those locations? Yes, one will be held at the Union County Sheriff's Office at 221 West 5th Street, we ask that you please enter the Sally Port from the 6th Street side. Uh, Marysville Division of Police will be collecting at uh, Walmart. Just look for the police cruiser. The Richwood Police Department is collecting at their station. That's located at uh, 153 North Franklin Street. And Plain City, the fire department, Pleasant Valley Fire Department, located at 650 West Main Street, will also be accepting drop-offs. So no matter where you live in Union County, there's a drop-off location very near to you. So be sure to take advantage of that. And again, it is October the 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Now, what about folks not living in Union County? Because this is a national day. Uh, if they want to find out, Rich, where that location is, there's a 800 number they can call. There is. The DEA's website has a list of all the sites where you can call the number. And the number is 1-800-882-9539. Perfect. Again, that number is 800-882-9539. That's the National Drug Enforcement Administration number, and they can hook you up with where those locations are and those contacts are in your county, wherever you live in the United States. October 24th, the National Drug Take Back Day. Well, uh, we've kind of touched the surface on a lot of very important things today, but we do also want to mention that right here in Union County, the Union County Drug-Free Coalition does also have available the drug lock boxes, and we can't emphasize that enough, and we mentioned earlier also that Deterra uh, is available as well, and you can contact Nancy Beals, the uh, Executive Director of the Union County Drug-Free Coalition. She's in her office Monday through Friday. Uh, she is available to help you. There are additional resources that are also available at the Union County Drug-Free Coalition Facebook and also at the website at undrugfree.org and there is a brand new website for parents it's called uc-talks.com that's uc-talks.com again it's specifically for parents it has loads of loads of great tips and information available for you well I'm going to ask each of you now to leave our listeners with a very special 
words of wisdom, if you would, a very special message that you want to put out there when we talk about medication safety and the role that everybody can play here in Union County in that cause. Donna, I'm going to start with you first. Well, I believe just from my standpoint that it's important to know your medications, know the names and doses of your medications, why it's important. Don't hesitate to ask questions of your physician as well as, well as your pharmacist about your medications. I think the more you know, the better you can make informed decisions about what you should do. Excellent advice. Jay? It takes a little to lose a lot. And when I say that, it means that if, we, if you need help or know someone that needs help, please let us know. We at the Drug-Free Coalition have resources for you and your family, and we're ready to help you. It's there. You just got to make that contact and, and call. And Rich, uh, from the Sheriff's Department. Pete, just want to thank you for putting on the podcast, the uh, Union County Drug-Free Coalition, for all their hard work. I know that we've all been members for several years now, and it's just a timeless job that just seems to keep growing and growing. I wanted to mention, with it being a drug take-back, outside of the National Drug Take-Back, we also have drop boxes that people can get rather medication year-round. There are all the local law enforcement offices right in their lobby, so they can drop those off at any time. Again, excellent point to make. So throughout the course of the year, those Dropbox locations are available to use here locally. Well, we really are blessed here in Union County, Ohio, to have a great collaboration with all the organizations of the local law enforcement and the fire departments and the Union County Drug Free Coalition all working together to make such a positive difference. And we continue that battle each and every day. And we want to thank all the residents out there for your support in making such a positive difference as well. Well, join us again for the next podcast, which will be on underage drinking on October the 28th. Until then, this is Pete Emmons saying, stay healthy and stay safe.